Yeah, let's do a court opening, man. 54 in the house, unspoken words. Mo Cheesy, hit me with that beat. <laughs> we are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is a Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Wobriety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Hey, yeah. 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 All right, all right, all right. You better get up out of your seat. Who let's say this is unspoken words episode 55 is in the mother sucking house. I can't drive 55. That's right, white chocolate. White chocolate. Jason Williams, J Dubs. Dikembe Mutombo, that ain't my knee, baby. No, no, no. <laughs> That's not my knee. Do you no, no, no? <laughs> no, no, no. That's not my knee. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. All right, you guys may have a seat. Sit down, sit down, sit down. I told you to get up. Now you can sit down. Get comfortable. Have a seat. We're going to sit back, buckle in, Unspoken Words, episode 54, continuing on with this thankfulness. But before we get to that, um, over here to my right, all the way from Arrow Creek, he is your favorite Indian, JCB. Say what's up. Hi. And over here to my left, all the way from Lodge Grass, baby, the pod Gotti, Randy B. Say what's up. Hey! Aho! And you know me, Mo Hugs, not drugs, back in the house. I might steal your lighter, I might steal your pacifier, XBIA firefighter! Firefighter! It's good to be here. Magoon, back in Bellens this week, live back in the studio. Bellens. It's pretty good. Bellens. Bellens. Powwow in Bellens. There should be a powwow this weekend, but there's not. Oh, do that again. Turkey gobblers. Turkey gobblers, man. Oh, you guys, were y'all going to eat Thanksgiving dinner? Turkey day dinner. I'm a vegan. Oh, okay. You need a tofu? You need a tofu bird? Tofu flavored turkey? Impossible Whopper. Impossible <laughs> Whopper? <laughs> some, some stove top on there? Yeah. Did, you, did you ever? Oh, man, I can't remember what radio station it was on. It's on, but I hear it almost every day, but that. Oh, that one! That guy, he's talking to his family, saying, "Um, oh, he won't eat. He won't eat Thanksgiving dinner because it's like a skit." But he's saying he won't eat Thanksgiving dinner because he's a vegan. Uh huh. What does that mean? And then, <laughs> like, trying to say he's gay. <laughs> but a lot of people, a lot of gays eat meat. <laughs> no, I can't eat nothing without a face. And they're, wait, wait, you're just messing with us. Eggs don't have faces. <laughs> it's it's crazy, bro. It's like on that rock and roll station here in Billings. The Hawk. The Hawk. 96.3. The Hawk. 96.3. The Hawk. 98.5. The Mountain. <laughs> 49.9. Unspoken Words. Yeah. 102.9. Cat Country. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's good. Uh... Forty-one point one unspoken words coming to you live and direct. 
You said 49.9. No, he said 49.9. I said 41.1. Because we give everybody the knowledge. 411, son. (laughs) I'll I'll take that. I will concede to that. All right, cool. All right, we'll go with 41.1. All you radio stations that we just mentioned, please tell Accounts Payable to connect with us for advertising services. We take cash. Yep. $100 $100 paid cash under the table, preferably. Yep. <laughs> preferably <laughs> under watch the out, table. Man, those, those Biden tax people. <laughs> Don't to hit you. us on Venmo, Cash App, nothing. Yeah, these guys do footsies under the table, too. <laughs> <laughs> JC's that? always trying to play footsies with me under the table. What's that got to do with anything? What's that got to do with taxes? <laughs> uh, we also take EBT payments. <laughs> But those are doubled? Doubled, yeah. Hey, you know what? I got my pay stub yesterday, and they gave me $75 from Albertsons. What? Yeah, like a bonus or something. Your what? Your paycheck? Oh, from work? No, it was a gift card. From where? Work? Oh, for turkey Oh, probably to purchase like a turkey and stuff because of COVID. They're probably not handing out turkeys. They probably just gave you guys a gift card. Gift that was kind of cool when we worked at Western Sugar. They kind of gave they gave us like gift cards to Albertsons and oh for real? they gave us like a five pound sugar, a turkey, just a big a old five sugar beet, ba- a bag of sugar. Yeah, I don't know, just gave you a big old sugar beet. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of. <laughs> but you think about that. That's probably why they gave you the seventy five dollars and go get prepare the meal. Yeah, yeah, nice. but then, but good. then, uh, remember, like it comes in those little card card holder things. Yeah, yeah, and it's got like booze and wine on the front, and it said, "Oh, oh man, where is it?" Here, I'll whip it out, see what it says. Oh, yuck! <laughs> said, wash down that tryptophan with some spirits. Oh, bring on the cheer! See, it's got it's got booze on there. Right, bring okay, on the cheer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's so crazy to me, man. Because it like could be like a pile of coke. Those look like water cups and or some needles cups and stuff. But they look like Pepsi. It's yeah. like what's that one? Uh, have you ever seen that meme? And they're like, "Oh, I, I like the smell. It smells like fire water." And they're <laughs> like, "Hey, normal people call that cinnamon, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or non-alcoholics call Fireball, that cinnamon." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Non-alcoholics call that flavor cinnamon or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I've read that before. It's pretty funny, pretty funny. All right, we're going to play a quick game real quick. Um, We're going to tell a story like we normally do. Salina. Um, Anything. Whoa, whoa, Salina. Don't you know I care? (laughs) Don't you know I love you? Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) 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 What? He doesn't know who he's messing with. My grandfather was a full-blooded Yaki Indian. (laughs) (laughs) They want Elvis? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's Saturday night, and I just got paid. (laughs) Pull up my money, don't try to say it. (laughs) (laughs) That was a hell of a story. Uh, that's our story. That's Thank our you guys story. for joining us. Episode fifty two. See you next week. <laughs> All right, no, this time for real. This time for real. <laughs> just took off. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are already warmed up. We'll just go one round then. <clears throat> so short phrase, or you can sing it too. Uh, oh, let's do a musical. 
Okay, let's try it. We gotta sing it. We gotta sing it. Gotta sing it. Yesterday morning, in the moonlight, (laughs) I held two cupcakes. One was chocolate, the other was peanut butter, (laughs) and it had some sprinkles. (laughs) And I licked them off, and they didn't taste good. (laughs) So I spit it out. (laughs) (laughs) His face. His face is on full character. Great, man. That was awesome. That was awesome. I can't follow it up. I was laughing. I was laughing. We spit them out. We spit out the sprinkles. I had to full character there. Josiah. going to sound good. And it didn't taste good. Or didn't taste good. <laughs> oh man, that was awesome! Oh, that was a good one. That was really good. <laughs> oh, all right, man. I think I'm warmed up. You guys are warmed up there, yes, sir. Warmed up in the oven, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Episode fifty-five oven. All right, we're in the middle of it. So, DJ, if you're ready, why don't you hit me with that beat? Hey, yo, let's get into our topic. Hey, yo, let's get into our topic. All right, all right, all right. Episode fifty-five. We're uh, continuing on this thankfulness. Um, grateful. What I, I got to scroll up here real quick. And That's why I don't vote. That's why he doesn't vote. We were talking politics before we got on. Just gay. Oh, 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 So my guy on two K dressed him like a politician, a co-politician. Yeah. Jean shorts and boots. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, had some, I had some slacks or some boots. Yeah, yeah. The slacks are like skinny Sports slacks. Coat. I put them in there. Yeah, yeah. sport <laughs> coat and a white t-shirt or not t-shirt, but a white yeah. western shirt. They're <laughs> poli- politician, baby. <laughs> Politicking at the courts, huh? Yes, sir. <clears throat> yeah, He's a pretty crazy. Bum. Uh, let me see. So this article is from getkion.com, G-T-K-I-O-N dot C-O-M. Uh, and it's called Benefits of Gratitude, Six Powerful Ways <clears throat> Being Thankful Can Improve Your Life. So that's what we're going to go through today. Um, and we're going to start off with the first one, um, I'll read a little bit of this section, or I probably could read the whole thing, but I'll read some of this, and then you guys can provide your reflections, and we'll just go around the horn and have a conversation about this first one. I don't know if we'll get through this today. They're kind of long, but um, we We still have one more week of gratitude month left. Yep, that's right. So if we don't get through this uh, tonight, uh, we'll do part two next week. All right. uh, So the first one, gratitude opens the door to more opportunities in relationships. Uh, saying thank you is commonly considered to constitute uh, commonly considered to constitute good manners when someone does something nice for you, but showing 
appreciation goes far beyond just having good manners. It can help you win good new friends. According to the 2014 study published in Emotion, the study had each participant receive a note from a previously unacquainted peer that contained or didn't contain an expression of gratitude for some benefit provided by the participant. After the study was complete, the participants had the chance to give their contact information to the peer, which served as a behavioral measure of affiliation. The study found that consistent with the theories that the state that the gratitude can lead to high quality social bonds, the recipients of the expression of gratitude were more likely to seek a personal relationship with the giver of gratitude. Um, Because humans are social animals, it is written human genetics to crave relationship in which you both appreciate and feel appreciated by starting each day with a mindset focused on good and being grateful, you optimize your inherent desire for strong relationships. And I'll open it up to you, gentlemen, at this time. I was trying to keep up with that, but I don't even know where you were. And uh, number one, gratitude opens the door to more opportunities and relationships. Okay. I was reading that. Thank you for that. Thank yeah. you, sir. Welcome. Um, no, <laughs> you know, like, I, I I don't know why, but I I keep going back to work when I think about that. But first, I got to say, man, I like those kind of things, you know, when they do those studies like that, those mm-hmm. behavioral studies, because what they find out is really interesting. But, uh, yeah, going back to, like, work, everybody in there is always saying thank you, thank you, thank you for that, thank you for this. Like, you do something, especially our, I mean, they, we get it from uh, our supervisor. She's always doing that. Thank you, thank you. Uh-huh. Even just the smallest little thing, she says, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And I, and I, I noticed that in, 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 about this place, but um, I know for me, like, when I'm going around, even, like, you know, just my my daily runnings around town or whatever, Yeah, I always try to be polite and courteous to the people that are working. And sometimes I'll even throw out that, oh, you're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. You know, do that just, I mean, because... I mean, first and foremost, I did it. I do it because you know I spent so long, you know, just being a home. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I <laughs> maybe I'm trying to compensate or you know make those amends towards humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By um, you know mm-hmm. being, but not that I was ever you know just a complete jerk, but I was. But yeah. I was, but I wasn't. True. But anyway. You know, I mean, I get that. I get the fact that, you know, you, when, when somebody treats you that way and somebody says, oh, thank you, you know, it's, for me, it's like, man, this this person appreciates it. So, you know, I have no problem uh, helping them out and doing, you know, more for them because, yeah. of, because they're appreciative, right? Yeah, for sure. And that goes a long way. And then I guess it, it to me, it makes perfect sense that it would strengthen a, a relationship bond. Yeah. No, I <coughs> definitely like the people that are more appreciative. Like I feel that like um um more apt to help them again. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like the living amends, definitely every day. You know, trying to be more courteous and kind of other people. Yeah, kind, aware of other people. Uh, I walk through this. I go through the city, <clears throat> and you know, we're the minority here, and I just see how up. Op- People operate, you know, Caucasians, non-natives, and it's like a lot of them aren't even aware, like, um, of other people. 
you know, you see it at the grocery store, like they'll stop in the middle of an aisle and have a long conversation blocking the aisle. So you got to go like out of the aisle, go down and then come back on the other end because they're so fixated on what they want, what they need or what they want to do in that moment, which is block, have a conversation. <clears throat> um, but anyway, I just brought that up because like for me, I try to be more conscious of others around me. Not to say that they control what I do, but just to be courteous. Yeah. You know, yeah. Walking into a store, I notice there's someone walking behind me. I open a door and let them in first. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, I get a thank you. Like, yeah. You're welcome. And I walk in right behind them. You bet. You bet. Yeah. Yes, sir. I bet. I'm thinking about like I just got done with the training on fatherhood, and it was like fatherhood and families. <laughs> But they were stating, like, gratitude, like, they were talking about thank you, right? Like, and it got me to thinking, like, a lot. it's not enough just to say thank you, but you have to have actions that line up with what we're expressing, right? So, Like, so we're expressing gratitude, but how do you express it? Because words can just sometimes, although they're powerful and, and they, they say a lot, right? But I feel like it's more important when our actions follow what we're saying. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. So, like, for me, like, I just came out of a situation where expressions of gratitude were not always there. But on my birthday, I would get a card. And they, like, I'm like, man, that's a nice gesture. But it, there's got to be more there. Like, mm. there always, it seems to be something missing. Or maybe it could have been my perception of the situation. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it goes a long way, like expressing being thankful in different situations. And even back to like what you were talking about, the thing that I was thinking about was like, there's a difference in native Americans and mainstream, um, the way that we societies, whereas mainstream isn't so apt. Their structure is not so based on relationship. Yeah as much as Native Americans are. Mm-hmm. Where we're surrounded by community, so we're brought up to think about others before ourselves. We're taught if you got something and you don't have enough for everybody, you break bread, right? Like you, you yeah. share, like, rather than just you enjoying the whole thing. Like my mom would always say, if you don't have enough candy to share with your cousins or your brothers and your sisters, then don't take it in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that taught us the value of community right mm-hmm. that's where i like my mind jumped to i don't know if i'm even on track or anything with the whole thank you like oh no, 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 just go but go i'm <clears throat> but i'm saying like that's what i thought of yeah. whereas mainstream society they're taught get your piece of i pie. have my piece of candy <clears throat> and i don't have to share with you because i bought it yeah yep i don't have to give you a piece yeah that might be nice and I thought about it, but I never never actually gave you a piece of my candy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep, yep. No, I, I'd seen that totally. Like, especially, like, when I left the res for high school and I came to Bellings. Um, and, like, on the res, you know, like, you buy a pop. You're at a basketball game or you're at school. You buy a pop. You know, boom, your homies, your buddies come around. Oh, now shot. You know, yeah. and you pass that bottle around until it's all gone. You know, everybody takes a shot, and it's like, okay, cool. And that's kind of like the norm. 
when I came to high school here, uh, one of the guys that was on the basketball team, he pulled out of his backpack. He had a pop. And I was like, oh, man, I drink. And he just, like, looked at me and, like, I just slapped his mom or something. Yeah, like, dog, you, know, you even like, asked me for that? What? How dare you ask me? You yeah. know, like, it was kind of like, and, like, he took a drink and he was like, yeah, here, you can have it. And he just gave it to me. And I was just like, uh, oh, no, I just want a drink. It's all right. And I gave it back to him. And then, like, he just walked off. No, it's kind of like, oh, that was weird. Kind of like an insult almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just kind of like, oh, I didn't take it like, I did, you know, even now, I like, then and now, I didn't take it because, like, I was native. And then I just, then after that, I'd opened my eyes to that, <clears throat> the way they interacted. Yeah. They didn't do that. They didn't share their stuff. They didn't share their drinks or anything like that. Just different structures. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the and like different cultures. They would, yeah. And, like, some of them, you know, would. Uh, the Caucasians, you know, they would share their drinks or whatever. But they're like, here, waterfall. Or, like, you have a cup. And they're, like, pour it in a cup. Yeah. You know, where I suppose, you know, like, where the res, where we come from, everybody drink out of the same big slam. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I, I remember telling a non-native friend about that. And he just kind of wrinkled his nose at me. Like, that's gross. Like, yeah. I never really thought about it because, you know, crack a soda, take a shot, boom. You're lucky if it comes back to you. If it don't, it don't. Right? Yeah, but as yeah. long as everybody gets that's why you're taking enough, like to yeah. get that fizz. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or even even like a candy bar. Yeah. You get a candy bar. You take a bite. Boom. Here you go. Yeah. Send because it. you're taught like you're taught to share your belongings. It's mm-hmm. community based. But in 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 mainstream society, like it, it's not that way. They they're still kind. They're still like they still value you, but it's different. Yeah. It's like we thrive on relationship. Yeah. But the way their relationship is defined is networking. Yeah. How can I use you? Yeah. Like in order for me and you to function in the same circle, right? Like you have to have something that interests me. Does that make sense? Yep. Otherwise that relationship isn't really valid. You know that, that what that reminds me of too is another conversation that I had with uh, a coworker non-native and he mentioned something about oh we're gonna go see my or we're gonna go see visit my brother's family we haven't seen them for about three or four years and i thought that's weird because yeah. that <laughs> i see my brothers all the time yeah and yeah. and some of them are not even like you know they're cousins but you know we're brothers right yeah i mean the, just the way our culture is designed the way our culture is structured and the way we 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 view our society but I thought, man, that's 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 strange. He goes, yeah. He goes, um, we haven't seen him about three or four years, and you know, our kids, you know, haven't seen each other since. I don't even know if they remember each other. And I was like, man, I, I see my brother all the time. I can't stand that fool. And, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like I thought that was the strangest thing because oh, yeah. we haven't seen him in about four years. I was like, whoa, the only time we can say that is if I've been in jail. (laughs) (laughs) And that's kind of like where I I believe like where Native Americans could get hurt in relationships with mainstream folks. Mm. Like if you're not really understanding a relationship or correctly defining the extent of that relationship, doesn't mean you hate somebody. doesn't mean, you know what I mean? Like you have your feelings. It's just like, we have to learn to look at it like, oh, this relationship is, is not a ride or die relationship. It's more of a how can I be of service to you relationship. Yeah. yeah well, that goes to those different <clears throat> levels levels of intimacy, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you can 
go to the store, same store every day and buy a coffee. And the guy knows, oh, this is Randy. He usually gets a cup of coffee. And mm-hmm. that's kind of how you know him. But then there's like your mom. Yeah. Right. You know that. And that's an even deeper. Uh, that's even deeper into the core of that intimacy. So, yeah. yeah. Just categorizing them, I guess. Yeah, huh? yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, but it, but, but I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, you have to know exactly what level you're on with other cultures. Yeah. Other, yeah. All cultures are like, different. All cultures are different. Because you have the culture, like how we're, like how our relationships are, like they're a little bit deeper than you would be with somebody that's of Caucasian descent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. And that's not like a bad thing. It's just like. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, <clears throat> like I, I read this meme uh, a while back. Have you guys probably seen it? It said that I'm a popular a loner. Yeah. You know, like and a lot of people know me. I know a lot of people, but most of the time I'm just chilling by myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, that'd be me. Yeah, that'd be me too. I like this is my social hour right here. Social time right here. But yeah, that deeper level of like, <clears throat> yeah, my cousin. You know, I went, I was in Crow a couple of weeks ago in the morning. I hit him up. I was like, hey, where's your office? And he's like, told me. And I went over there. And man, for two hours, we sat there and just talked, laughing, joking, all this. And then I was like, oh, shoot, I better get back. I get back to Billings, you know. But that was, that was good. I haven't done that in a long time, you know, aside from our podcast here. Yeah. I just hadn't sat down with a family member and just chopped it up about nothing. Yeah. You know, so that <clears throat> I definitely understand that deeper level of uh relationship and um how how we are as opposed to mainstream society or just non-natives in general all right ready to move on to the next one yes sir i like to move it move it <laughs> i like to move it move it benefits of gratitude on physical health according to a study in 2012 2012 published in the personality and individual differences grateful people experience Fewer aches and pains, and they also report feeling healthier than other people. Not surprisingly, grateful people are also far more likely to take care of their health. They exercise more often and more likely to attend regular checkups with their doctors, not because they are sick, but because they have a greater sense of self-awareness and actually care about their bodies, which is likely to contribute to enhance longevity. Psychology Today cited several studies that back this up, showing that people who report being more grateful also report feeling less muscle and joint pain and are far more likely to take care of themselves. Another 2015 paper in a journal of religion and health found that those who are more grateful for who they are and what they have are not <clears throat> more help or sorry, jacked that up, found that those who are more grateful for who they are and what they have are not only more hopeful, but also physically healthier Uh, let me skip down to this next one research also shows that when we think about what we are grateful for the para or the parasympathetic rest and digest calming part of our nervous system is triggered producing a host of positive benefits for the body including decreased cortisol levels and increased oxytocin um, and powerful bonding hormone involved in relationships that make us feel so good after touching, hugging, or sexual intercourse. So just being more grateful really does these things. Just thinking about stuff we are grateful for releases these hormones and these chemicals in our body, which is really cool. And this this section is really long. Um, But I'll read this one 
here and then we'll open it up. Finally, when it comes to the love hormone oxytocin, well, oxytocin, I mentioned earlier, it turns out that one reason gratitude brings us closer together is that <clears throat> is that of its relationships um, is a neuro. Oh man, I'm jacking this up. Neuropeptide. Yeah, neuropeptide. Neuropeptide, probably known for its effects on pro-social behaviors such as trust, generosity, affection. It's involved in all kinds of human interactions from the parenting to meeting new acquaintances, but it, but its baseline is the body is around zero and it needs an actual stimulus to cause its release. So I'll uh, open up to you gentlemen at this time. See, now you're speaking my language. The love potion number nine. I don't know about that, but you know. All that. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, I, I read a lot of, a lot of books and watched a lot of um, informative videos that you know kind of talk just like that. Rom coms. <laughs> <laughs> The, I almost said the Hugh Hefner. <laughs> the, the, what's that guy's name again? One, the one who wrote the notebook? No, the one that's always <laughs> on those rom-coms. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Drew Barrymore? Not Hugh Jackman. Hugh ja Rule? The one that used to be married. Oh, never mind. I've Adam Sandler? It. We'll just go with Hugh Hefner. Anyway, so. <laughs> Vince Vaughn. And so no, he's that that British guy, uh, Saving Sheriff Silverman. Or the oh, I know what you're talking about. The, the um, he got busted the with Greek, a transvestite. The Greek thing, remember what? What's that movie called? Get the him Greek. to the Greek. Yeah, remember that guy with the no, long hair? No, 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 no. That That's not that brand. No. Huh? I'm talking about P Diddy. Puff Daddy. No. Sean Puffy Combs. <laughs> Biggie. No. Let, me, right, let me stop it right there. Okay. Isn't <laughs> Evans. <laughs> Who is Isn't it that guy with the ta- like the tattoo? Like No, he's that he's, Jonah guy? No, no he's, not he's Jonah. A, he's, a, he's a white British dude and he's always on those. This is probably like in the nineties, early two thousand. Oh, I know you're talking about the guy that was on Notting Hill. I don't know about that. I don't know. I know he's they, he's known for those. I'm just a girl, wanting a guy to like him. Man, but he got he got. I don't he know. used to be married to that um, Austin Powers lady, but he got busted trying to pick up a transvestite or a Hugh hooker. Jackman. No, I'm just kidding. Beyonce, Hugh something. Uh, Shazam, Shazam. <laughs> 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 I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you're talking about uh, this is down your alley. You oh watch yeah, these videos. Anyway, yeah. So Kirsty Alley, Kirsty Alley, Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant. That's the guy. Hugh Grant. Who is Hugh Grant? Was he a hunk? Is he a hunk? <laughs> Was he considered a hunk? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> Did you think he was bad? <laughs> <laughs> or was he... Con- <laughs> I used to do that to my friends. Like, when they asked, like... Somebody is like, oh, what's that one baller's name? Like, you know, like a local one or whatever. I said, why do you think he's bad? (laughs) 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 Is he 
you a hunk. <laughs> <laughs> It's dead serious, <laughs> too. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I was trying to get him to answer. <laughs> That's my poker face. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I'm trying to get it together. Uh, so, yeah, that that... That that reminds me of what uh, the mind body connection, right? Yeah. And you know, when we we're talking about gratitude before, I always I, I said, you know, what does that feel like? The emotion that goes with uh, true gratitude, because like you were saying earlier, you can say thank you all day long, but if you don't, if you feel it, it makes it that much more powerful. And I think that kind of manifests itself into your your actions too. But like that feeling, it's a positive feeling. So you know the the language of the body is emotion and, you know, going back to that parasympathetic response, right? You know, you're just chilling. You're yeah. okay. Your breathing is right. That's that's why uh, breathing exercises are so powerful because it forces your body to do something. Like if you're anxious, your body is doing one thing and then your mind is like, oh, wait, we're supposed to be anxious, but you're you're not. So, yeah. so now I'm going to adjust, right? Yep. Something's yeah. got to give. But so, I mean, that makes perfect perfect sense to me how you know gratitude can be a healthy thing yeah um and and improve your probably you know not just physically but mentally too right yeah i mean just the overall mental boost for sure like so i've been kind of in the funk a couple weeks now i mean up until like this past weekend i was kind of like in funk and so what i did was this week every morning i made a list like five things and I text you guys one one of my lists uh, this week. And this is my gratitude list. I didn't have paper, so I just text. Oh, I just text these guys my gratitude list. You guys are probably like, "What is he doing?" But um, <laughs> I did that every morning, uh, and I was like thinking about things I was grateful for, even though I didn't really feel like grateful for them. I was like, "These are things that I have in my life that are good." So that's what I wrote down, and. <clears throat> And then by, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, that whole kind of fog and kind of irritation, like, went away. Where to, like, today, Thursday, I feel like myself again. And I knew that was something I needed to do to get me out of that funk, to get me out of that kind of irritation and pissy. I was just a pissy guy. Straight pissy, this one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this number this benefits of gratitude on physical health and I feeling better too. Um, so yeah, definitely, uh, I feel it just like being a little bit, just that, that little bit of, of <clears throat> go ahead. Oh, go ahead. But just that little bit of what? Just that little bit of gratitude. Just that list of five things every morning. Really yeah, kind of turned can, it around for me. I can identify with that. Like, cause I got this app. I got, I got, I'm kind of big on like the mental health. Like I, I just downloaded this new one and it's called evolve. And for the past four or five days, uh-huh. like I've been, like there's this exercise at night that you can do, and it's only two minutes, and it, you just kind of think about your day, and then you write about different things, like what happened that day, why are you feeling the way that you're feeling, and it's a journal, right? Yep. But there's no excuse because if you're anything like me, like I go to bed and I have my phone. Scroll and then when I'm done, I put it down. Like you know, mm-hmm. um, 
but it allows me, it gives me that time to wind down and write something. But with that, like, I feel like it puts me in a better mood. But the reason why I was thinking that is like, when you're not in the best of moods, right? Doesn't it seem like everything else hurts more? Yeah. Or when you see somebody and you like, hey, how are you? And they're like, oh, today sucks, man. My elbow hurts. And yeah. Like, we all know people like that. Yeah. And they're probably not as grateful as they would like us to believe. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But I feel like even in my times, like, when I'm taking care of my mental health, like, I want to, one of the ways that I take care of my mental health is by exerting myself physically. Yeah. It, whether that be in a gym or even just going for a walk. Mm-hmm. Like, this, like, that's what I think. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. I think what it goes back to is just releasing that negative energy and gratitude is a positive thing so you know they, those two things can't exist in the same space and like I said when when one kicks in the other one's got to go right yeah but for so long like me personally for so long I was just so wrapped up in the cup is half empty kind of a mind state yeah and now that I've switched that and, you know, the cup is half full, I, I'm able to, you know, like, like, cause like, I always go back to that. I mean, I, I'm going to go back to that. You know, what does that feel like? What's the emotion attached to it? Yeah. There's times, you know, like when I'm thinking about things and I'm like, man, that, that really happened for me. And then I get choked up, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's not, it's not a sadness kind of, uh, choked up. It's like, man, I'm just so grat so grateful that I, I I feel like I could shed some tears, you know, mm-hmm. and and I don't even know what what the 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 name for that particular emotion would be other than gratitude. Yeah. So <coughs> no, I, I think I, I I think it it just it's it's a um, it's a cleansing kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like a cleanse. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and on the flip side of that coin, like I. I was asked to go to court yesterday and do a little presentation at the county court here. And it was like a drug court type of deal. Anyway, one of the like client after client that was in the court, positive reports, you know, just like, oh man, you know, turning it around. It was really good. And then like some of them read their letters to their addiction, like saying goodbye. Man, powerful, man. I was sitting back there, man. I was almost in tears on a couple of those letters, you know, just like, like they were genuine with it, you know, and I just remembered like when I had to read my letter and everything. And then anyway, this one <clears throat> in the middle of like all these clients that were, you know, just grateful for this walk on the red road and sobriety and things are turning around and coming from a really dark place and stuff. And then this one got up there and was just very ungrateful and just like real selfish and started arguing with the judge. And I was sitting there and I was just like, wow, like, just night and day between the two, three that went up before this one. And then the rest that went after, just like night and day, this one just complaining. And like, nothing good to say. Had been, you know, sober six months, around six months doing this drug court thing for like six months already and complaining about that. When is this going to end? Ma, ma, ma. And I was like, holy cow, man. I just like that. I just, just seen that selfishness and that ungratefulness. It's like 
steaming out of this person's head. And I was just sitting in the back of that court like, wow, wow. There is actually people like this out there. And I was so, like, cringeworthy, as JC likes to say. I was just cringing back there. I was like, ugh. And sitting next to me was an addiction counselor, and I wrote on my phone in the documents, I said, selfish and ungrateful, and I zoomed in, and I showed them, and they just went, nodded their head, yeah, exactly. And I was just like, wow, <clears throat> just so crazy, like they're not utilizing this opportunity to turn things around, just focusing on the negative, and just sitting up there and started arguing with the judge, and I was like, oh, snap, this person's going to get thrown in, you know, or something, you know? And I was just kind of like... That was so kind of crazy, like to me. That person will probably go either, not to die, like whatever, but they probably either go sit in prison for a long time, or turn it around and astound everybody. Yeah, there's like, yep, they're at a fork in the road right now. I, I mean, I get that. I understand the, the. I mean, I can relate to that, that, that state, that state of mind. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um. One thing I will say about that is that resistance causes friction and friction causes pain. And I think if anybody ever is out there that finds themselves in that situation, I know sometimes it can be hard, but my advice would be is to what are you focused on? What is your focus? If you're focused on, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that and blah, 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 that's how it's going to be. But if you're focused on, like Josiah just said, man, this is an opportunity for me to turn things around. I'm doing positive things. I can, you know. I can can kind of identify with that because that's one of my downfalls is, like, focusing on the negative aspects of, I wouldn't say negative aspects, right? Like, I don't think it takes a really spiritual gift to really see what's wrong about different situations. Yeah. But I believe that it's there because there's two sides to the coin, yeah, kind of almost to like the, and I don't agree with like the whole like sign stuff, but like you through your Gemini, right? Like they, the the thing is like they have two sides, mm. like they're you know they're good and then they're bad, like whatever. <clears throat> but I I feel like that. I feel like some of the most negative people are like that because they can also be some of the most positive people around. Mm-hmm. Like there's two two sides it. to the coin, like. You know what I mean? That's why I was saying because, like, that's one thing that I really fight against is because I want to concentrate on what hurt me so that I can walk in my healing, right? Like, yeah. and the reason, like, the reason why I even brought up these apps that I was doing was, like, I didn't want to because I didn't want to tell anybody that I got back into the gym last night after over a year after COVID. I haven't been Ooh. able to. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Which gym? Uh, Levels Training Center. Oh, nice. So I'm back nice. in the boxing gym and, and oh, watch out, man! Randy got some hands. Starting to hit hit the bag and and uh, lifting weights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And really starting this journey because man, I've gained all the weight that I lost. Well, if you don't know, like I gained like almost a hundred pounds from some medication that I was taking, mm-hmm. and it's been a battle to lose it. Mm. Right, so I've been in both sides of the spectrum. I've been really negative about it, but I've also been really positive. Mm. And I realized, like, as I take each step forward, like last night, that that what I did probably wouldn't even not somebody else warm up. 
But oh, yeah. for me, it was a hurdle because yeah. since COVID hit me, like the day before I had COVID, like I ran two miles, right? And nice. I did my training like in the gym. And dude, the next day I went back because I felt fine when I woke up. Yeah. And when I started to run, like I barely even pushed out a half a mile. And I'm like, man, this sucks. Something's like up with me. Yeah. I'm gassed. So I showered up and I went to work. I got to work. My boss looked at me and he's like, man, you don't look good. I went and got checked and man, sure enough, I was positive, dude. Dang. I'm like, man, like, so it's been over a year since I've been in the gym. Yeah. But I'm saying like the reason why I can identify with that, like you're either like, but it feels like when I'm in a negative mind state, then everything hurts. Everything sucks. Yeah. Like, but that's what I'm magnifying. Mm. And it's crazy because one of my favorite verses in the Bible is Psalms 34 and three. And he says, Oh, come and magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt him together. Mm -hmm. Right. And when you magnify something, you're making it bigger. Yeah. It's like you, you, you're able like a magnifying glass. If you hold it there and you hold it like, and there's like a little ant or something and you hold it close, man, that object, that, that ant under that magnifying glass is huge. Yeah. You're able to see different parts of it. But if you take a step back, reality, and look at it in reality, it's not as big as you thought it was. Mm. So we can be deceived by what we're magnifying. Are you guys writing this down? <laughs> 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 no, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but Just that's kind of like, gassy part. You know, like for me, like I can be real negative, but that's because I can also be one of the most positive people around. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. I can totally yeah, identify with that. <clears throat> like one of the biggest encouragers, you, you encourage because you know what it's like to be discouraged, right? Yep, exactly. Yep. You push people in a positive direction because, man, if, you, if we're being honest, I was one of the most negative individuals around. Mm. Nobody wants to be around me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. But you switch that in your journey to wholeness. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, no, I on the same same tip, like, man, I I was like one of the negative persons around too, man, always griping about this and that, griping, griping, griping. And I think I kind of fell back into that in the past like week and a half or whatever um, until I started that gratitude list, even just like making a mental one, thinking about it. And I so just slowly, slowly started changing, changing my attitude. Because um, I too uh, could identify, I think that was why I was so cringeworthy when this individuals up there and start arguing with the judge and just griping and complaining. And I was just like, wow, man, I remember that. I remember that stage. I remember that stage, man. I was just there last Tuesday. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but it does like, it shows that we're human, bro. Like, yeah. And you can have a bad day. It, it, everybody has a bad day and it's not bad to have a bad day. It's just a bad thing to stay there. Yep. Having a bad day every day. Yeah. 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 For sure, for sure. And it's like there's this one thing I read on the internet machine that said that, did you have a bad day or did you have a bad 10 minutes and you let that 10 minutes like fester inside your brain for the rest of the day? <clears throat> and 
I think that's uh, something that's kind of like one of those things that's easier said than done. I don't know if that's the correct terminology, but like, um, so you just let that go, you know, and just let that go and just pray about it, smudge, pray, whatever, go for a walk, journal about it. Because uh, in the moment, man, when we're in our fields, it's hard to just be like, okay, I'm going to let this go. Because then, like, we want to hang on to it and let that fester and be all pissy about it all day long. Uh, I know I do. Because, <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> sometimes in, in the moment, like you said, it's it's almost like we can, like, I trick myself into thinking that this feels better than feeling good, mm. if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's like, um, like it's a state that we were so used to in our addiction like, oh, it's, so, it's like so familiar. Like, oh, I want to stay here. Yeah. Yeah. So I get that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, but, but, it, but, but again, you know, easier said than done sometimes, but it is a practice. It is something that, that you have to work on. I mean, I know personally me, I, I get like that sometimes and, and I, I want to stay there, but I also have those intervention thoughts too. Like, man, you know, like for me, I, I kind of basically cuss myself out. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, behave you trying to trying to act like trying to act like trying to be somehow you know but i use a little more harsh language in that <laughs> which i probably don't think is good either but in, anyway so like but it is a practice it is something that i you know i have to work on um and, and be aware of and again like you know we have all these thoughts like i i might have mentioned this before like six upwards of sixty thousand thoughts a day damn and, you know, sometimes we get so wrapped up in those thoughts, you know, like who's who's got time to say, okay, what am I thinking about? Or what did I just think about? Or what, what triggered this? Thought 59,742. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, then, and but, but the one thing we always can be aware of is our feelings. How are we feeling? And then, you know, if there's not really anything going on around me and I feel afraid or I feel angry or I feel frustrated – then I can stop and say, okay, now, why am I feeling like that? Yeah. What, what What's that about? <clears throat> and then that it's a good it's a good idea for me to just take an assessment real quick. Just like, okay, where am I at? What am I doing? What do I have to do within the next five minutes? That's it. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, and then maybe go in, go back to that, you know, okay, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. Mm. And, you know, I don't have to do A, B, C, and D. In the next five minutes, I just have to do A. Let me work on A. Yes. And then go from there. I think it just kind of calms me down and just, like, helps me to oh, yeah, get, for a, sure. get a better perspective as to, you know, hey, man, you're just mm-hmm. tripping, bro. You're tripping. Yeah, I have to do that to myself, too, and just be like, okay, what can I do? What what do I got control over? I got control over my actions. All right, then what can I do? What should I do? And what should I not do? Uh, that's what it boils down to me. And then I go and do what I can. Um, what I can do is to control my actions and move forward. Like <clears throat> um, my son's travel team lost the basketball game on Sunday and they were out of the tournament semifinals. And, oh, man, I was heated. I was heated. I was boiling on the inside. But uh, I was like, okay, I'm not his coach anymore. I'm just a fan. And I just, you know, after the game, I had a, I had a choice. I had a decision. Was I going to be a jerk and point out all the things he did wrong right there after the game? Like right after the game, am I going to be a jerk and, you know, do that? Or am I just going to, you know, do something else? And I chose to do something else. 
and I, you know, just said, hey, man, good game, good effort, man. You're out there hustling. And I said, I seen you because, man, he was dead tired because uh, he played the whole second, most of the second half and stuff. And um, I could see the, like, the shock on his face because, <laughs> no, you Thought know, you previously. going to go all malice in the palace on him. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, previously, you know, I was, <laughs> I've been his coach, not his coach anymore. And usually when, if we lost, man, I, I, I was a jerk. I was like, man, you could have did this. You didn't do this. And ma, 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 you know, and kind of just pile on, like, kicking him when he's down. He just lost the game, you know. And so I had to tell myself, okay, you're not the coach anymore. You're a fan. You're just a fan, you know. Be supportive. And, man, I had to do that self-talk so I didn't come and be a jerk. And I was, you know, I thought that was a victory. I was like, hell yeah. Left that gym and I was like, I wasn't a jerk to him. That's pretty good. Proud of myself. You know what, man? I had one of those moments yesterday too, man. That's dope because it's like, I think the coolest thing about being on this journey is growing with our children, right? Oh, sure. Because like for me, like last night we were on our way to the gym and dude, we left at like five o'clock or whatever. And we, Went about a mile, and my daughter's like, Dad, I forgot my bag. Oh, man. Ooh. And I'm like, man, I was freaking turned up, bro. I'm like, oh, <laughs> man. Like, and I looked at her, and I'm like, baby, all, we, we were looking forward to this all day. Like, what's the deal? Yeah. You know, Monday through Thursday, like, this is your schedule. Like, how can you do that? Like, so I handled it wrong, right? Like, I kind of, like, I started berating her at first. Yeah. Got home. She ran in, she, like, came out, and I could tell, like, she was, you know, she didn't want, like, she didn't know how to feel. Yeah. And then, like, taking that training, too, like, this week, <laughs> I'm like, man. So I just looked at her, and I didn't want her to feel, like, bad because she forgot. Like, it's an honest mistake. Like, we make mistakes. Yeah. I'm like, man, you know what, baby? Like, I love you. I want you to know, like, I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. And I, like, just grabbed her and gave her a hug. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, even though I was mad about the situation, I couldn't control it. I'm like, it happened. Let's 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 work on the outcome. Like, let's work on getting you there. But on the way there, let's have a father-daughter moment where I'm pouring into you and I'm letting you know, like, no matter what you do, like, I'm never going to stop loving you. I'm never going to stop being proud of you. Yeah. So I was burnt up at first, but then I was like, yeah. man, like, and I could see, like, her whole countenance changed. Yeah. Like she, you know what I mean? Like she felt bad that she did something. But then once she had the reassurance of her dad, she was like, dad, like she, she engaged more. Yeah. I think that's beautiful for me. Yes, sir, man. It's like, um, definitely those little victories, progress, um, definitely gets those endorphins going too. I know it does for me. It's like, start feeling better. Like, yeah, man. In the past, I would have done this, but I did this this time, and that's something to build on, definitely. Um, so, kudos. So, we'll do one more. We're only going to get through three tonight, knowing how we do. How many are there? Six? <laughs> There's six. This is number three. <clears throat> um, so, gratitude improves psychological health and mental strength. Perhaps not surprising, the benefit of gratitude reach far beyond physical. A grateful mindset reduces... A multitude of toxic emotions from jealousy, resentment, to frustration and regret. Robert Edmonds, Ph.D., a leading gratitude researcher, author of 
excellent book, The Science of Gratitude, has conducted multiple studies on the link between gratitude and well-being. His research confirms that gratitude increases happiness and reduces depression. In fact, happiness itself is estimated to be under personal control, just like gratitude. You can indulge in small pleasures for yourself, like warm bath, get absorbed in challenging Fulfilling activities such as meet goals, maintain close social ties, and find purpose beyond yourself. And these things will give you even more things to be grateful for. Uh, Gratitude increases overall mental strength. For years, research has shown gratitude not only reduces stress, but may also play a major role in overcoming trauma. One of the studies mentioned above, counting blessings versus burdens, mentioned that the grateful gratitude mentioned that the gratitude was a major contributor to resilience following terrorist attacks in 9-11. It also mentioned that people in the neuromuscular disease who kept gratitude journals reported greater sense of well-being and more positive moods at the end of the study compared with those who did not, who didn't make such lists. Um, in 20, 2006, study published a behavioral health Behavior, behavior research and therapy found that Vietnam War veterans with higher levels of daily gratitude experienced lower rates of post-traumatic stress disorder, all of which means that being aware of everything you have to be thankful for, even during worst times of your life, foster an intense resilience that helps you battle stress and get through tough times. And I'll open it up to you, gentlemen, at this time. Didn't I just... Wow, I got ahead of myself, huh? Yeah, it's all good, though. <laughs> Please expand. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of just already said that, but not so eloquently. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> For the people in the back. <laughs> For the people in the back who didn't hear me the first time, I told you. I told you I'm a genius. I <laughs> know. Um, yeah, I mean, it just again, I, it just goes back to that. I, I think it's that that positive feeling is a stress reliever, and it, it rids you of all those toxic things inside your mind, your body, your spirit. That that the whole the whole enchilada, if you will, and mm-hmm. and <laughs> I knew that'd get your attention. Yeah, but um, so. It's it's just a good practice to have all around. Um, I I'm a firm believer in it. I I, I know it works because I I go back again. I go back to the feeling. I can feel it. I can feel the way that it it, it changes my whole mindset and my whole mood. Um, and again, you know, it's one of those things where it, it for me it took a little practice. Because I was so used to, you know, just offering up lip service, right? Yeah. You just, oh, yeah, thanks. Thanks. Thanks for that. Oh. And, and, and then not really, you know, putting anything behind it. But going going all in and using those four areas that we talk about, the mental, the emotional, the physical, and the spiritual, going all in with all those four areas when you're considering gratitude I think it makes it that much more powerful. And so, yeah, it just <laughs> goes back to what I was talking about. It just purges you of all that toxic, negative, ugly, no good, useless 
stuff that I carry around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think like <clears throat> for me, like this has to be like a proactive thing. Yes. Like you can't you gotta be actively being grateful and making these grateful lists and grateful journals and stuff like that. Because um when you're going through something, when you're going through some shit, you know, pardon my French, and you try to make a gratitude list, man, you're gonna take that journal and toss it, you know, screw this list, you know, you're gonna be pissed. So it has to be proactive. And that's what I found, you know, on this walk on the red road. A lot of this stuff is like proactive. You gotta be doing it daily, you gotta be doing it weekly. Um, you can't just all of a sudden when you're going through something start, uh, start, or you could, but it's better to be doing it regularly so that when something does happen, you're like, Oh, you can deal and feel in, in a better way. That makes sense, man. Like the thing that comes to mind for me is like the difference between motivation and discipline, right? Like you can be motivated to make all the right changes, but if you don't have discipline that goes with that motivation on your bad days, you're going to need that discipline to drive you. Whereas on your, if you, if all you have is motivation on your bad days you'll be like, man, screw this. I ain't doing this. Yeah. But if you're disciplined to the point, like no matter what, like this is, there's always things to be grateful for. Like you got to be proactive. Like I even say that like about prayer, right? Like, because sometimes people don't pray until it's already, like, things are already decided. Yeah. But you think about prayer, like, especially now, like, you think, like, for me, like, I think about the book of Daniel. Daniel was cast into the lion's den. But why was Daniel cast into the lion's den? He was cast in there because he kept his prayer time up. Mm-hmm. But what happened when he was cast into the lion's den? Something miraculous happened. He was thrown into the lion's den because that's where they threw the bad people, right? Like, they mm-hmm. expected him to be eaten up. But when he was in there, the mouth of the sh- lion was literally shut. And when they came to check on him the next morning, mm-hmm. he was still okay. Yep. So that tells me that this prayer, rather than being a last resort or an emergency, this guy named daniel prayer was proactive in his life mm-hmm. right it became his lifestyle like he did it before anything even happened and when that time came for something bad to happen mm-hmm. he had already prayed that prayer yeah right yep whereas like me normally i'm like i'm the guy like i don't pray until i'm cast into that line step <laughs> yeah i'm like oh man you know, like crows, Expecting what did they miracle. say? What did crows say? Mama Gata? <laughs> 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 like the crow woman or something yeah, like that? Yeah, like, yeah. like they they do, like they do and say stuff and, and like even like, oh, you know what we need to do? We need to pray. And it's like, no, man, prayer is a way of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it, it's like that too with like being grateful, right? Like being grateful, especially in this walk. It's so easy to be ungrateful. There's so much things to be ungrateful for. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the thing that's going to propel us to keep our sobriety and keep our recovery is remaining thankful even in tough times. Yeah. Like, that's what, like, for me, like, man, one of my biggest things when I wake up in the morning is like, man, thank you mm-hmm. for waking me up today. Because you know what? I almost lost my life seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I don't take granted. So even when I do have bad days... One thing that I was thinking about when you were telling your thing was like, one thing that I love to, like, there's times I go to bed mad. Yeah. Right? 
But I go to bed mad, but when I wake up the next morning, like one of the things that makes me happy is realizing that yesterday's over. It's over. Like it's done. And I'm like, man, I'm glad I didn't do nothing negative last night. Yeah. Yep. I'm glad I didn't cuss nobody out. I'm glad I didn't throw hands on nobody. I'm glad I didn't, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Some, send somebody a freaking hateful text. Like, I'm glad I didn't call this person. Like, all that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that's that. That's kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I feel that too. You got some? Oh, no, I was just, oh. you know, thinking about, you know, when, when he says, when he says wake up and then how you start your day. Before I walk out the door, I'm always saying to myself, today's the day. This is the day. (laughs) (laughs) This is the day. Today is the day. I'm going to, and then, you know, see a miracle. (laughs) (laughs) This is the day nation. I was ready to get into it too that second Yeah, I like that though. Yeah, no, you're ready for it, right? You're already warmed up. But this is the day. No, I like that. I like that. That's good. That just reminds me, though, what this guy said when you're in, was it North that's 4? Why, that's why I started laughing, too. No, it was North 3. Oh, North 3. Like, every day, like, they would let us out of our cells, and we'd go get our breakfast, and we'd sit at a table, because, you, you know, you, you, you got your tables and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Today's the day, gentlemen. <laughs> like, man, consistently, bro. Every day. <laughs> I, I can't remember where where I heard that. It was like one of those motivational speakers, and he's like, "You know, you 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 don't know, but you might as well set yourself up for it, because this could be the day. This That's is right. the day yeah. that, that you never know." It's like, um, okay, I'm not as uh as good at my Bible stories as Randy over here, but I know know that. Who was it that where they were just sitting in prison, minding their own business, praying, praising God, and all of a sudden the walls fell down. Boom. Paul and Silas? Just minding their own business. When the angel let them out? Yeah, yeah. just minding their own business. And then the, the, the walls came crumbling down. And I think about that. I was like, today is the day. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if it's not, then there's a million other things I have to be grateful for. Yes. Yeah, kind of taking charge of your day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and I think that goes back to gratitude. Like, oh, yeah. you're you know, to expect something, right? Yeah. Like I, I expect my creator to perform all the, and I bet you, I don't even see uh 99.9% of the miracles that were performed on my behalf. Yeah. And that's, that's fine. Yep. That's great. That's they're out there. I know it, but one day it'll all come together. And this is the day. Yeah. Yes. This is the day. He's going to sing in the English version. I got to sing the English version. This is the day that the Lord has made. That the Lord has made. This is the day. Speak those things. I know he's singing. He's coming after a year. 55 episodes. And he finally sang. If you can beat him, join him. Hey. What'd you say, JC? Power? Power. Power. 
power, wonder working power in the blood, in the blood of the land, of the land. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah. double nickel. That's right, white chocolate J Dub in the house. One of the greatest pastors in all times. Do that again. Gobble gobble. <laughs> it reminds me of a bunch of old crow women talking. <laughs> they start laughing. <laughs> hey, gads. Yeah, you hear the a and then rah, 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 nice. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. All right, all right, all right. So that was pretty good. Uh, we only got through half of the list. So, typical. Uh, typical. That's, that's just how we roll. We got three <laughs> more things that we got to get through on this uh, gratitude article. Hey, we at least we got, back up. we got something to talk about next week. Yeah, for sure. Benefits of gratitude. Six powerful ways being thankful can improve your life. Uh, from the website getkeon.com um, from their blog. So we will finish up this article next week in episode 56. And right now, we're going to go into our speak on it. We're going to do it all together because I got a little something that I want us to speak on it on. So, DJ. A little song song. A little song song. A little song song. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not my knee. Oh man! If you don't know that story, you have to find the crow. Got to find the find the crow and ask him about the kimbe in his knee and his sweat lodge knee. <laughs> no, no, no! <laughs> All right, well, DJ, hit me with that beat. <laughs> Speak on it. Speak on it, bro. On it. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. Oh, hey, Mo Hugs, not drugs. Gonna kick off this speak on it. We're gonna do it collectively, but I found this saying that it's kind of a cliche within the rooms, but I'll read it and then I wanna say a little something on it and then I'm gonna open up to these gentlemen. So the saying is, shame dies when stories are told in safe places. And those safe places are talking circles, AA, NA, uh, with a counselor and group counseling treatment um, with your sponsor, with your accountability people, with the people that are in your corner, some trusted people that you can confide in. Those are safe spaces, journaling, prayer, uh, because... That's crucial. You got to, we're only as sick as our secrets. So we got to get that out. What we done? We got to, we got to take an honest look at our trail of destruction. And when we got to get that out, we got to talk about it. We can't just be like, okay, um, I'm not going to drink anymore. And I'm going to hold on to all this stuff that I did that I'm shameful and guilty about. I'm not going to tell anybody. And I'm just going to move forward. It doesn't work like that. You got to get that out. And the more you're able to talk about it in these safe places, that shame and guilt, the sting of it, lessens each time. Uh, I remember that first year of recovery, I told my story and I could barely get through it. 
um, I cried multiple times telling my story uh, in front of a large group of people. And <clears throat> today I can tell my story and that shame and guilt of what I'd done, what I did uh, is still there, but it's not as strong. I can talk about these things and I still feel that that little cringe, the pain of what I did, what I put the people that I love, what I put them through and the shady stuff I did. I can talk about those things and it still stings. But when I was early on in recovery that first year, uh, it was like 100% the sting, the shame and guilt, the cringe of it. Where today it's probably like at a 10 or a 5, maybe even lower on some things. It might be like a 0.5 on some things, but um, <clears throat> it's still there. And I don't imagine it'll ever go away. There's still some things that keep me up at night, you know, like we've talked about on this podcast before. But what I tend what I tend to do now is I'll confide in Randy, I'll confide in JC, I'll confide someone out in someone else from the talking circles or someone that I know that is a counselor. Like, hey, can I holler at you real quick? This is what's been on my mind and just kind of get it off my chest and talk to them about it. Um, <clears throat> because if I if I entertain that shame and guilt and let it marinate uh, before I know it, man, I'm going to be using, and that's, that's just real. That's, that's what it is. I can't let that marinate. I can't let that fester. So I just want to talk about that tonight and uh, pass the ball to whoever wants it. Who's open. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I mean, my thoughts on that are, are you're absolutely spot on, and the reason why is, like, shame loses its hold. You're basically in the prison, and once you identify the problem or identify what wants to keep you bound, you won't be able to be free, right? That's why I always mm-hmm. say, like, share your story, because your story might have the keys to somebody else's freedom. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things that we, we, we might be different people, but we go through a lot of similar um, situations in life where it's like you you might have the wisdom, but along with the wisdom that you have about that situation, you'll have the understanding because when you understand something, then you're able to respond the way that you were designed to respond, right? Yep. So when we share our story, like for me, like the 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 uh, the Bible verse that I'm reminded of is like, um, and I'm having a brain fart. Yeah. Oh, they overcame him <laughs> by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Mm, mm-hmm. Meaning like it's your word, like what you're testifying about, the, the truth that happened to you and the things that you went through. Like that's how you overcome the attack of the enemy because it's always... Uh, the enemy that wants to keep you bound up. Mm-hmm. It's your creator that wants to see you set free yep. from everything that's keeping you in bondage and alcoholism and addiction is keeping us bound. Yeah. So when we keep those secrets and we keep those things in, like it, it has, it's more powerful than it seems to be. Yeah. When in reality, when you share it with a trusted individual who you know is not going to gossip and who you know is not going to go run and tell your business to so-and-so. Like, man, it loses its hold. Yeah. I know that's how it was for me, man. But with that, I'm going to pass it over to Pastor JC. Preach it, preacher. 
Well, there's, man, there's nothing I can really add to any of that without repeating myself or repeating you guys. So I'll just do that. Um, ditto. Ditto. For the guys in the back. For the guys in the back. No, I mean, it. it is, it's liberating. It is. And like Randy said, too, it also liberates other people. Mm. But the way I was thinking of it, you know, the way I think of it is like, if you're climbing a mountain, why would you pick up rocks and put them in your backpack? Mm. And that, to me, is what that is. And you, you know, I started at the bottom with these rocks. But if I'm kicking them out, here, Josiah, hold this, and Josiah will hold it. And when I'm not looking, he's gonna throw it away, <laughs> yeah. right? Like here, Josiah, I'm gonna give this to you, Josiah, because I can't, you know, I can't hold this by myself. Here, and then we keep moving, and then you know, I do it again, and he gives me his. And I'll, when he's not looking, I'm gonna throw it away. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because it. Yeah. I mean that that's it's kind of a weird analogy, no, but, that, but 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 no, that makes perfect sense. But yeah. yeah, so like like by giving that up, by going to trusted people, people you know you can rely on, people you know that you can trust um, them not to. Oh, well, you know what JC said to me today, or guess what he said? He did this, and he did that. You know, no, those are not the kind of people I'm talking about. The kind of people I'm talking about are the ones who will take it and and, and help you, and you know. Um, sometimes they just listen, sometimes they offer feedback, but whatever, but you give up these shameful things and you give up these secrets and these things that are just, you know, eating away at you You. and what that are just you, they're just you, but, but by giving those up, by giving that up. You know, you're purging yourself of all this negative stuff. Again, it just goes back to that. You, know, you got to get rid of all the garbage, and, mm-hmm. and and one of the safest and best ways to do that is with a trusted individual, whoever that may be for you. Um, I do know that that as time goes on, it, it gets easier. Yeah. It, and then Josiah already said it. I don't think it ever it's ever going to go away. Yeah. Because there are things that I think about, and I just, <laughs> I just yeah yeah cringe you know and, and damn it i did that damn it i did that no. but but e- even then too like like there are things like if, if i if i opened up to josiah and i talk about it and then i can throw something funny in there too like you know we use our humor yeah. as yeah. a as a coping <coughs> skill and i can you know throw some humor in it and that that in this of itself it, it it takes away some of that sting it takes away some of that that uh, negativity that surrounds it, right? And it makes it less powerful. I was really trying not to use that word. <laughs> Power. <laughs> Power. It, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, I, I mean, it, it takes that away. And so, like, that, I mean, that's how I thought of it, right? Like, yeah. I'm climbing the mountain, and I got my two homies with me, and I'm saying, hey, man, you know, I picked up this rock down at the bottom, and I've been carrying it this whole time. Here, why don't you carry it? And then we keep moving. And what'd you do with that rock? And, oh, I threw that away a long time ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, as soon as soon as you get, and so that it's it's just such a a helpful and um, you know liberating thing. And I think the flip side of that is to for me personally to try to be that person for other people, right? Yeah, like you can trust in me to tell me whatever you need to tell me. Unload, let it go, vent, get rid of it. Yeah. But where I where I would personally draw the line is if somebody starts repeating themselves in yeah. you know like like not not like um like you come back a week later and say oh yeah this came up again and it's bothering me again okay well let it go 
but like if, in the same moment, right? Yeah. So you keep here. Here's my rock. Josiah throws it to the side, and I go pick it right back up. Yeah. Here, here's my rock. Why'd you throw that? <laughs> Why'd you throw that? I'm Why'd giving you it to you. You know, and you know that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, 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 trying yeah. to trying to repeat yourself, yeah, trying, right? to, trying to marinate in it. Yeah. And, no. But but that's the the thing about venting is is that you're letting it go. It's venting. You can't like steam. You know, you can't get that steam back and try to stuff it back into the pot. Yeah, it it doesn't make any sense. So I mean, if you're gonna be that person mm-hmm. for somebody else, you know that's an important thing to remember. Is like, okay, you know, you just said that, you just let it go. So now let's work on letting it go. You know, kind of. But you know, it's important to try to be for me to try to be that person because mm-hmm. I know how important it is to have those people that I can you know trust in and say, hey man, this is what happened. This is what I did. And I feel terrible about it. But after having brought that out into the light, you know, bringing those demons out into the light and saying what they are, yeah, it it exercises them. Yep. Right? For sure. Exercise the demons. I have exercised the demons. This house is clean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really like the rock analogy because then, like, you hand me your rock, and then it's my job to, like, just toss it and not... And that's symbolic for me. Like, I just seen it, like, not being judgmental, not judging you for that. Like, oh, man, you did that? Okay. Let that that's go. That's cool, man. Like, you know, I, I like saw that. that. Yeah. I saw that picture. But well, one thing that came to mind when he said that, though, was, like, because he's not as attached to the problem as you are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, he grabbed the rock from you, but he threw it because it really doesn't. Yeah. Not saying that it don't mean nothing to him, but yeah, you, yeah, you get yeah, the yeah, sense, I, like, yeah. he's not as attached yeah, you know, to the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. It's, it's it wasn't his rock to begin yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Like so, it's easier for him to just let it go. But they yeah, were that, just kind of hiking along. Like, why the hell are you carrying this? Fucking <laughs> throwing that rock. <laughs> <laughs> They're pictured like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I guess the other, you know, that's an important point too. Is that if you are that person for somebody, don't be holding on to their rocks. Yeah, you know, we got enough mm-hmm. of our own rocks. Don't hold the rocks against them. <laughs> yeah, don't act like it's a pack. <laughs> right on right on man hey i want to say thank you i'm grateful for you guys for bringing it tonight as usual episode 55 man we're gonna be back next week on turkey day and we're gonna drop our next episode then we're gonna wrap this up on the benefits of gratitude but thank you guys appreciate you pod god appreciate you favorite indian for bringing it uh, 55 is a wrap. Any last words? Couple Absolutely words. No, appreciate sir. you, Mr. Mohugs, not Drug Street Chief Messiah, XBIA firefighter, stole my lighter from prior Montana. So you know he's on fire with the pacifier. <laughs> that was a lot. Right <laughs> <up>. <laughs> All right. Episode 55 is a wrap. We'll see you next week. All those on Flat Earth. Peace. We the love you. Nickel. Shinnick. Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, aka Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.